It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you by Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now, I'm no more optimistic today that we're actually going to have a season. Teams have, have put together their 60-man pools, and there is an agreement between the league and the Players Association. But... We just don't know what's going to happen with the virus because uh, all these best laid plans could get blown up pretty easily. But we can pretend. And so today, we'll continue the preseason countdown with team number 10, the Los Angeles Angels, a team that won just 72 games last season, their fourth straight season with a losing record. So being ranked 10th in the preseason might seem a rather lofty placement, but there is legitimate reason to be optimistic about the Angels. The biggest reasons for a healthy Shohei Otani and the acquisition of free agent third baseman Anthony Rendon, fresh off a World Series title with the Washington Nationals. Pitching staff may still be suspect, but the Angels' lineup ought to give them a chance to contend in 2020. Here's a look at the Angels and what might be reasonable expectations for this baseball season. Catcher Jason Castro can deliver double-digit home runs, but he's a 231 hitter for his career and has had some trouble staying healthy in recent seasons. That makes him more of a low-end option as a backup catcher than at best. Albert Pujols is a lock for the Hall of Fame, but he's limping towards the end of his major league career. He's 40, and in the past three seasons, he slugged 65 home runs while hitting 243. He will still drive in runs, but doesn't move well enough to score many, and he's not a base-stealing threat. As a backup corner infielder late in the draft or auction, maybe Pujols could return positive value, but he's a bit of a flyer at this stage of his career. Second base is an interesting spot for the Angels. Tommy LaStella and David Fletcher should both see some time there. LaStella is a 31-year-old and has never been a full-time player, but he did mash 16 home runs and 321 plate appearances last season, hitting 295 with an 832 OPS. That production could warrant more playing time this season. At the same time, Fletcher appeared in 154 games last season while handling a utility role. He played the most at third base, but he also saw time at second base, shortstop, and left field. He doesn't have great power or speed, but he did hit 290 last season. So he has that going for him, which is nice. Uh, neither is a wonderful fantasy option, but if you have to choose, Lestella's suddenly discovered power makes him worth a look as a sleeper. Shortstop Andrelton Simmons is known for his glove, such as the burden of being the best defensive shortstop in the game. But he does contribute a bit with a bat, too. In the past three seasons, Simmons has hit 32 home runs, has 39 stolen bases, and hit 280. It's not outstanding by any means, but it's also worth your consideration as a relatively inexpensive middle infield option, too. The Angels open up the checkbook to sign third baseman Anthony Rendon as a free agent, and it may be fair to wonder about what happens in the later years of the deal, but he's been a dominant offensive performer for a while, and last season was the best of his career. Career-high 34 home runs, career-high 126 RBIs, career-high 117 runs scored, well as a career-high 319 batting average. He doesn't run a whole lot, but Rendon is still very valuable, like second-round pick valuable. 
He's behind Arenado and Bregman at third base, but not by much. Justin Upton missed a bunch of time last season and in 2017, so health is a concern. But he has hit more than 25 home runs nine times in his career. That track record makes the 32-year-old appealing enough, even if it's as a fourth or fifth outfielder for fantasy purposes. The biggest star in the sport, Mike Trout, had a career-high 45 home runs last season and scored and drove in more than 100 runs for the third time in his career. He only stole 11 bases, but the last time he stole 11 bases in 2015, he followed up by stealing 30 the next year. How much Trout runs does hold some sway with whether he is the number one overall pick, but that's the safest play. Maybe in dynasty leagues you might be more inclined to take Ronald Acuna Jr., who is six years younger, but for the 2020 season, Trout is still the guy to take first overall. 29-year-old outfielder Brian Goodwin had something of a breakthrough in 2019, with a career-high 17 home runs and 458 plate appearances. It was enough to get a look in right field this season, but he also may have to hold off top prospect Joe Adele. Adele was the 10th pick in the 2017 draft, and he's knocking on the door of the big leagues after hitting 289 with an 834 OPS across three levels of the minors last season. The one hang-up is he didn't connect for a single home run in 27 games at AAA. That's the kind of thing that would, under normal circumstances, likely start him at AAA this season, and then allow him to make his way to the majors. Since that doesn't seem to be an option, Adele may just get an opportunity to play when he's ready. One of the biggest wildcard options in the sport, maybe the biggest, Shohei Otani is coming back from Tommy John surgery. And he's been very productive in his first two seasons, hitting 40 home runs, stealing 22 bases, and hitting 286 with an 883 OPS. He doesn't play full-time at DH, thanks in part to his pitching duties, but Otani's a high-end option whenever he is in the lineup. Calculation to make for fantasy owners, then, is how much you're willing to invest for someone who might play about 75% of the time. The Angels have a lineup that has some holes, but also has some elite superstar talent, and that probably uh, puts them at significantly above average overall. Trout, Rendon, and Otani are potential difference makers. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. It's low sugar, low carbs, high protein, and great taste all in one. Seriously, it's really good. They have a bunch of great flavors, including chocolate peanut butter brownie, salted caramel chocolate, and chocolate mousse. My wife talked me into starting a boot camp workout routine a few weeks back, and it still may get the best of me, but I'm leaning into the Built Bar protein bars to get my muscles the protein they need to survive this. So far, so good. Head to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com for the best protein bar on the planet. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm mostly incompetent when it comes to doing stuff with my car, so I leave it to my mechanic most of the time. But... My father-in-law is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. This is the site for him. Great prices on an incredible variety of parts, and having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did a few weeks back. With the click of a mouse, a handful of options would be ready on Rock Auto. How about brake pads for a 1999 Bentley Continental? They've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicles at reliably low prices. 
And if you, if you have a 1999 Bentley Continental, you need reliably low prices. Anyway, they have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. The Angels pitching staff does have some question marks. I'm not going to lie, but there is some talent here too. It looks like Julio Tehran is the staff ace. He pitched 1,360 innings for the Atlanta Braves, finishing his time there with a 3.67 ERA and 1.21 whip. His numbers weren't quite at that level last season, and the last time he won more than 11 games was 2014, but Tehran is a competent major league starter. At one time, Dylan Bundy was the top pitching prospect in baseball, and even had a couple of decent seasons before running into trouble in the past couple of years, posting a 5.13 ERA and 1.38 whip, allowing a total of 70 home runs and 61 starts through 2018 and 2019. Bundy does have 9.3 strikeouts per nine in the past two seasons, so there's still some signs of life in his performance, but he needs to keep the ball in the park. If he can do that, Bundy might have some nice sleeper potential. Andrew Heaney can't seem to stay healthy. While he has a 4.63 ERA and 54 starts over the past four seasons, which doesn't get you terribly excited, he also has 9.9 strikeouts per nine in those starts, flashing potential that he could be a fantasy viable starting pitcher if he could just stay off the injured list. Maybe in a shortened 2020 season, he has a chance. Shohei Otani didn't pitch last season as he recovered from Tommy John surgery, but the late start proposed for the 2020 season could mean that he's ready to pitch around opening day. Otani started 10 games in 2018 and had ace caliber results, 3.31 ERA, 1.16 whip, and 11 strikeouts per nine innings. There's all manner of risk taking Otani because of his health and um, his role as a two-way player, but there's also significant upside, too. Another Angels starter with some injury concerns. Griffin Canning is dealing with an elbow issue, but he hopes to be ready for the opener as well. Canning finished with a 4.58 ERA as a rookie, but he also had a 1.22 whip and 9.6 strikeouts per nine. Those numbers are intriguing enough to consider him maybe with a late-round flyer. If Canning can't go, perhaps that could create an opening for a prospect like Patrick Sandoval or Jaime Berea, neither of whom is really ready for your fantasy interest right now. Hansel Robles has the closers role for the Angels after posting 23 saves last season to go with a 2.48 ERA, 1.02 whip, and 9.3 strikeouts per nine. He's been better for the Angels than he had been previously for the Mets, where he was fine, but last season was better than just fine. Should Robles run into trouble, the Angels do have some alternatives. Cam Bedrosian could be a second-generation closer. His father, Steve Bedrosian, was a Braves closer in the 1980s, and Cam has nine career saves, but also has 9.5 strikeouts per nine in his career. If not Bedrosian, Keenan Middleton and Ty Buttry are also viable candidates to close, so the Angels' bullpen could be pretty strong when they're all said and done. When it comes to the best fantasy value on the roster, Trout is still my choice for the first pick in fantasy drafts this year, but there isn't a lot of excess value to be gained from the first overall pick. For that, maybe look to someone like Dylan Bundy. If you grab him later and he fares better than he has in the past couple of seasons in Baltimore, Bundy has a chance to provide real excess value. That will do it for team number 10, the Los Angeles Angels. I'll be back in a couple of days with team number 9 as the preseason countdown continues. Send me your questions. I'm at ByscottCullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe, support Black Lives Matter, and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis. Members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.